Yeah, we do know that song. It's been around for quite a while. I've been to Bali too by Red Gum. Bali is one of the most popular tourist destinations for Australians, as we know, but it runs the risk of losing the tourist dollar through a combination of outdated infrastructure and a policy of allowing visitors from other parts of Indonesia to bring their large four-wheel drive vehicles onto the island by ferry. Graham Kemlo speaks with our Bali correspondent, Suzanne Hart, about this issue. So I've got Suzanne Hart on the line, our Bali correspondent, and uh, I guess in Bali, Suzanne, hello and Happy New Year to you. And to you. Thank you very much. Um, now, I guess it's coming to the end of the vacation season for Aussies in Bali. How has it been these last uh, six or eight weeks? Well... Well, oh, well, uh, rant. Uh, Am I expecting a rant now? <laughs> you can stand by for rant. Stand by uh, for rant. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, Look, good. Every, every new year, every Christmas and New Year, we uh, expect here on the beautiful magic island of Bali, we do expect a, a massive influx of both domestic and uh, international tourists. Right. Uh, a lot of people come from other islands to come and spend their Christmas and New Year break here in Bali. And with them, they they bring, uh, you know, those great big cars that the like SUVs that clog up our roads. So our car, our, our car population goes from, you know, at least double, honestly, without any exaggeration, wow. number of cars on the road. So already, uh, here's the bad news, the infrastructure in Bali, for those people who've been up here recently, everybody is back to complaining about how busy it is on the roads and how bad the traffic is, particularly in areas from Seminyak north to Changu. Um, I don't even go there anymore because it could take me two hours plus to get over there and the same back. And really in two hours I could be on another island. So I just don't go there anymore. Right. Uh, and I, it, it, it's a dreadful, dreadful shame to see this kind of thing happening. But what really was quite shocking, and I don't say that lightly, was the fact that between Christmas and New Year, on the 29th of December I went off to uh, Similu Island off Sumatra for a week. And I feel I just didn't even think this through, which is not not like me at all. No. But normally I would have a little check on, on ways and, and, you know, just Google how long is it going to take me to get to the airport today. Regardless of if I'd done that or not before I jumped in a grab, which is like um, our Uber, yeah. regardless of whether I'd done that, when I first got into the into the grab car with my surfboard and a suitcase and enough luggage to warrant being in a car, I was being shown that it would take 45 minutes to get to the airport. Now, that's a long time for me because at 7 o'clock in the morning, I can be there in just under 20 minutes. Right. So I'm thinking that's okay because I'm always prepared. I like to get to the airport a couple of hours before, even for a domestic flight. Yep. As I was, as the journey was going along and I'm starting to watch the clock go tick, 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 tick uh, in the wrong direction, in the end, it took me nearly two hours to get to the airport. You're kidding. Wow. So the traffic was completely gridlocked. Yeah. Um, I take the toll road, which is normally the really fast version that, that uh, completely avoids all the traffic. 
But for me, two hours to the airport, is, is uh, it's never happened to me in the seven years that I've lived up here. So we've had a massive fallout as a result of all of this. There's plenty of people pointing the finger of blame at a couple of these really huge... Um, they're, it's hard to describe them really, but they're, they're like a, a souvenir shop on steroids. So it's a huge, great big development on both sides of the road on Sunset Road. And what they attract are the large tourist buses that are coming through and they stop, all stop there on the way before they go into the airport. The, the, the issue has been that they are blocking the traffic and the flow of tra- traffic, and basically right. they cut off one lane of traffic, you know. Um, uh, it, it's That's certainly a contributing factor, yeah. but the fact that we had so many cars on the road was definitely another contributing factor, uh, and, and our infrastructure just can't deal with it. Right. But, again, I've never seen anything as bad as this. There wasn't a, there wasn't a very bad accident, thankfully, or anything that you could literally point the finger to, you know, if there was a really, you know, if there was an accident on the Tullamarine Freeway on the way to the airport, we're going to be in trouble. We know mm. that. Mm. But there was, there's no other way to get to the airport other than this particular road. So there would have been, oh, there were hundreds and thousands that's not an exaggeration of people who missed their flights. Oh. For me, I was on uh, a flight from Bali that connected through Jakarta off to uh, Midan in, in Sumatra. That was then going to connect the next day to a small flight, a oh. uh, small plane to yeah. Similu. If I hadn't made it with two minutes to spare, <laughs> if I had, <laughs> it was a little bit stressful. Yeah. Um, if I hadn't. If I hadn't made it with those two minutes to spare, I, I literally just would have, honestly, I just would have left everything at the airport and gone, walked to the nearest hotel, sat in a bar and waited for a couple of hours um, until the traffic hopefully died down a little bit. So we have some issues here. We oh, yeah, are facing like we are facing uh, the, the big questions about how are we going to ensure that when people come to Bali that they don't have to experience this because sure. waiting, sitting in a car for two hours plus is the sort of thing that you hear going on in Jakarta. Yeah. But you certainly don't, and look, you hear about it in Chengdu all the time because of the sheer number of people up there, but you don't hear about it just generally speaking amongst my area in Sanura and in Usadur and, and the areas that, that will allow you to access the the airport. So yeah. there's been some discussions at government levels, but well, I should hope so too. Is that there's to limit been... numbers um, coming onto the island? Do no, you, think? It, it, you know, Graham, they haven't yet put that uh, forward. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's interesting. We've, uh, my expat mates and I were talking about this over coffee at our favourite place the other morning. That really, can't we limit the number of cars that are allowed onto the island uh, at that time? And, you know, this, I don't know, let's say 50 reasons why people would say, oh, that's not a good idea. But, you know, the cost of air travel is more expensive 
for everybody all over the world. And that's part of the reason, apparently, why people are bringing their cars, because it's too expensive for them to fly. So, they, so just, Sorry, just to interrupt. So people who hmm. may be wondering how do cars get onto an island, uh, they come by car ferry, is that it? Yeah, that's correct. And so from Java, so Java's a large, a really large island. It's just next door to Bali. So mm. the ferries run constantly and they go backwards and forwards. So those ferries will carry the big coaches that move domestic uh, people oh, from okay. from one island to another. So there's, there's those buses and then there's everybody on their motorbikes and then there are the cars of the tourists so i guess right. in some ways it's a bit like going over to on Tass- the queenscliff ferry yep yep or tassie yeah or tassie. it's yeah. a bit like going over to tassie yeah but so I, I guess um it, if someone's bringing their own car from java then they're not sort of contributing to the local tourism uh economy because they're not hiring a car on bali or using a grab mm-hmm. as you call it um that's right you know maybe that's something and, they could limit so put a tax on the cars well, that would be, you know, something has to change because this, if this happens again, honestly, if I would be saying to any of my friends, if you're thinking about coming up to Bali for Christmas, don't. Yeah. You know, go to, I could tell you, you know, I could give you a list of 10 other places that you would have a better time. You know, the, the whole concept of sitting in traffic just does not appeal to anybody and no. people just don't expect that for Bali really and nor no. should they so you know we've got some big issues yeah. going on but at least <laughs> it's not Aussies behaving badly well this or is, is it? true it's been good no. we've been good have we I think we've generally been quite very quite well behaved oh, it's been it's been an interesting uh season though because everybody was expecting to see a lot more tourists on the island you know international tourists on the island than the numbers actually materialized so again there's any number of reasons for that but you know people are talking loudly and blaming the cost of airfares to get here accommodation is fairly standard it it doesn't i don't think in my opinion that it's moved around that much to warrant people saying geez i'm not going there you can still get really good budget accommodation and well-priced accommodation for what you get uh, for what you know you bang for your buck here but the airfares are you know they're expensive for everybody holding up yeah Mm. well i guess not Mm. all the carriers are back what about the air no, Asia's and people right. like that? The discount carriers haven't quite come back into the market. Well, Air Asia, uh, I fly Air Asia a lot, right. and uh, that's you know they're perfectly fine as far as I'm concerned, and mm. they're relatively well priced. Right. Uh, Lion, the Lion Group, of course, has Batik Air and the Wings Air smaller. ATR propeller planes that I go onto these to little the remote, remote islands I yeah. end up. Yeah. yeah, and they are woefully expensive. So right. $150 each way for a uh, one-hour flight and $50 for a surfboard each way. Right. So that's 300 bucks that I won't be spending next year. Right, fair For cool. sure. And what about back mm. here to Australia? What are Qantas and Jetstar and the others doing? Can I just say, ridiculous. Right, okay. 
That's all we need to hear. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Rant over. Thank you, Suzanne. Oh, rant over. You're welcome, Graham. Suzanne Hart there speaking with Graham Kemlow on road congestion in Bali.